0: What's going on, everyone? Let me switch my camera there. There we go. Episode 80 of Locker Talk Live. I am your host, Whack, and joining alongside with me today is Shayna. And things are starting to shake up in the Texas high school, maybe not shake up, but shake out, if you will, um, in the Texas high school football world. Only three more weeks of action left before we hit the playoffs. But before we talk about the games last week and the games this week, Shayna, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really good. Uh, it's, I almost said it's a Thursday. It's an exciting <laughs> Wednesday. Um, I'm looking forward to this week's games. I have a lot to talk about for last week's games, um, but I'm doing really good. How are you?
0: Doing good. Uh, you know, things are a little, a little hectic uh, today and, uh, you know, finishing everything up. And then uh, uh, tomorrow and Thursday, and well, uh, I should say not tomorrow, tomorrow and Thursday, Thursday, uh, closing on our house and then Saturday moving in and uh whole bunch of media days on Friday in between so things are hectic in this household right now but hey that is okay um you know moving in the middle of football season isn't ideal but we have to do we have to deal with what we can when we're buying a new house so uh with that being said let us talk about some of these games I keep on hitting that button right there uh let's talk about some of these games from uh last week i think a lot of these games kind of maybe set in place potential you know how how each district will potentially shake out, but um what are some of those games last week? Shana that kind of stood out to you and you know um you know may have impacted things one way or another
1: you know, um, I really gotta give a shout out to Crandall, they played really, really hard against Lovejoy um, in a game that was really emotional for them. They just lost a cheerleader in a really tragic car accident. And um, it it was felt across the entire community. But they gave it their all against an extremely tough Lovejoy team. And Lovejoy is not a team that you easily take the lead on, you easily play against. Um, So being able to go into that battle while emotional, um, you know, that was that was really good of Crandall. Um I think you're going to have to hear me sing these praises every week because I'm just so impressed by their style of play. But Frisco Emerson put up a strong strong battle against Argyle. They lost 24 to 10. I did say last week that it's not a game that I see them winning, but I see them putting up a strong fight and they did. I say this every week, they flew under the radar for so long. I don't think enough people appreciate that this is a first year program. I compared them last week to a program that went on that state championship run. Um, And you know, I I truly, I can see something like that for them. This team is going somewhere. Depending on how the tables turn in playoffs, this is going to be an incredibly good season. And again, I stress so hard, they have no seniors on their team. Their leadership, their upperclassmen is like a couple of juniors. Really, you're playing with a bunch of sophomores who are getting the job done. They go up against a 7-1. and one, um, The 7-1 and one team goes up against a 6-1 and one team in Lake Dallas this week. That's going to be a really good game. Um Then a couple more games that I thought were they had athletes that really showed out um, is Mesquite Horn playing Tyler. Big game for these two. Um, Damon Smith intercepted three passes and returned one for a touchdown to help lead Mesquite Horn to the victory. Then at Midlothian Heritage, Mason O'Neal scored the game-winning touchdown for a 12-yard run, and then he went and scored the two-point conversion. Um, Heritage is tied for first place in their district, and their quarterback, Caden Brown, is just doing an amazing job. Last week, he threw for 256 yards and ran for 118. This is an offense-heavy team. We're going to see them do good for the rest of their district play. I, I can see a pretty good uh, playoff run for them as well. Melissa, they have been phenomenal over the past couple of seasons. Um, they, they had fallen behind against Denison in the third quarter. And it looked like this was going to be a huge blow to Melissa. Um, nothing against Denison's team. They are a great team, but it just wasn't quite what we would see Melissa playing like. They did have a fourth quarter rally to come back and win it 54 to 44. Absolutely great. Um, Jacob Fields sealed the deal with a 57 yard touchdown run and, um, they're tied with Southlake Carroll. Uh, no, sorry. That's Byron Nelson. They're they're tied with... I can't remember who. I have my notes somewhere. But they're tied with somebody um, in their district. It's going to be a good finish for their district. They're one of the top players in their um, area. It's... Melissa, I can see going far as well. And I'm, I'm basing this all on last week's games. This next week, this week can change things up. And then lastly, Byron Nelson. They're tied with Southlake Carroll in their district. This isn't something that I think a lot of people saw coming out of a Northwest ISD. Uh, Jake Wilson has been putting up phenomenal numbers. Um, they, I see them having a really great run. They had a great week last week. Jake Wilson threw for almost 300 yards to beat Keller. Uh, So that in my area, those have been five games that I was looking at this weekend. But I think the two best that I saw were Crandall keeping up with Lovejoy. (laughs) Excuse my cat in the background. Crandall keeping up with Lovejoy. And then, of course, uh, Frisco Emerson. Despite the loss, they, they are showing an incredible amount of grit.
0: Your cat is definitely doing something interesting. <laughs> indeed. I want to get back to, you know, district four, six, a, in, in a little bit. Um, Cause I have some, I have some thoughts on that district, but we'll save that for now. Uh, you know, I think two of the biggest games in, in at least in Austin, but maybe, you know, the state happened uh, this past week and that was uh, Vandergrift taking on round rock where Vandergrift won 30 to 22 and then um, Westlake winning twenty nine to ten over Dripping Springs. That Dripping Springs game with Westlake, I mean, that final score—you you look at it and you're like, oh, 19 points, it's just uh, you know, Westlake kind of easy. The game was sixteen to ten in the fourth quarter. So um, Dripping Springs really—and I said last week—I want to see what Dripping Springs does does against Westlake. I think it's going to tell me a lot about what they can do in Division Two for for the playoffs. And I think that that really answers that Dripping Springs could be a team to beat in six a And we'll talk about that. Cause we have some, you know, obviously, you know, playoff implications with some of these districts. I think they're going to be huge. And I want to talk about that here. Um, another, another game. And I think I mentioned it, I might've mentioned it on the show last week. Um, that was Seguin and Hayes going one-on-one and Seguin had this really good start. Their only loss mm-hmm. up to that point had been new brothels and they come out with the win, 41, 34 over Hayes keeps them in the driver's seat for that district. Um, they'll have a showdown. I think this is the last game of the year against Smithson Valley where I really, well, well, I take that back because they have a game this week against Canyon and it's one of my five to watch this week. Um, be sure to check out that article tomorrow. Um, if they win that game, then yeah, that last game I think is, is going to be for the district between them and, uh, and Smithson Valley. So, uh, Seguin and, and one of the most impressive things, and I talk about this in that five to watch article is their quarterback is only a freshman. Um, so very impressive what Seguin has been doing, um, up to this point so far. Um, now they got another tough test in Canyon, whose only loss has been to Smithson Valley. So, um, that's going to be a game that you want to be at. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, Davenport for 4A and finally had their first loss in a close game against Canyon Lake. So I'm not taking too much away from that loss. I mean, you know, Hey, some people say, and I, I say this, I think me and Scott talked about this last year a loss is good sometimes for a team, right? You know, you get a little get a little, uh, you know, confidence in your stuff. You think maybe, oh, we're unbeatable. Getting beat can really reset that and help you out as you head into playoffs. So, you know, Davenport is still a team to watch for me in 4A, although I still think Bernie is, is kind of the, the cream of the crop in, in the San Antonio area. And, man, that's going to be a good matchup because I think they are both, yeah, they'll, they'll both match up against one another at some point in the playoffs, I feel like. Uh, And then in Houston, I think, um, and we'll talk about more of this, about implications. uh, Morton Ranch loses to Katie Tompkins, which I think is going to set them back. Uh, I think they might still probably will make the playoffs, but I think that is is more so from a um, probably puts Katie in Division 2 instead of the Division 1, where we we wanted that chaos of not having a team, uh, uh, one of those top-name teams in division two and it looks like Katie will probably be at least one of those teams in division two so um with that being said let's talk about now and I'll bring you on screen here let let's talk about now um you know how this is shaking up especially for 6a division two and you know I, I've talked about how I wanted to talk about uh district 4 6a which is the south Lake Carroll district South Lake Carroll could be going division one. If Fossil Ridge can keep on doing what they're doing now, it's I think it's going to come down to them and VR Eaton uh, is what it's looking like, right? And if Eaton makes the playoffs, Southlake goes D2. If Fossil Ridge makes the playoffs, Southlake Carroll would go D1. And you look at both of their games. Here, here's their games remaining. Fossil Ridge, their games remaining are um, against Keller. So that's going to be a tough one for them. Against Keller Central, which you would think they could win, and against Southlake Carroll. So you're looking at possibly two losses there for Fossil Ridge, right? And those two losses, if they if they were to lose those two games, um, would put them at uh, three and four in district play. Uh, but then you look at VR Eaton's schedule, and it is not any easier. They play South Lake Carroll this Friday. They play Halton, which you, again you can argue is a win. And then there's Byron Nelson. So right there, you're looking at potentially uh, two and three, uh, you know, losing two out of three for Eaton as well. And if that happens, um, Fossil Ridge, I don't know how the tiebreakers work fully, Shana. So, you know, apologies um, on on that. But uh, I'm pretty sure Fossil Ridge gets in because they did beat Eaton earlier in the year. Shana, what do you think about this district? It seems pretty crazy right now, but I want to get your thoughts on it as as kind of the, the resident expert of DFW.
1: You know, it's it's absolutely wild. VR Eaton is expected to go, do good always. Um, So seeing how the rest of their schedule is going to play out, you do have two potential losses coming your way that might set you back. I do think they'll have a good playoff run. Um, I'm very interested in seeing, you know, that game against Byron Nelson, not just because Byron Nelson is good this season, um, but because it's an in-school district rivalry. Um, this is going to have so much um emotion, so much determination. We're gonna see both teams, both incredible teams, um, really put everything out there on the field. I I'm not surprised at all that South Lake Carol is doing so good. Um, but I, I am a little bit surprised that we're not used to seeing people and other teams um truly hold a candle to Southlake Carroll. Um, so I also am not sure how the tiebreaker plays out. Um, but this this has a potential run, I think, for these three teams in the DFW area, Southlake Carroll, uh, Byron Nelson, and VR Eaton, to have phenomenal playoff, even just entrances. Even if they lose, we're going to see them lose with incredible fights.
0: And I'll say this: I think so. Right now, there's a three-way tie for for kind of the three through four spots, right? You have Fossil Ridge Keller and Eaton all at two and two. I think Keller's schedule is favorable, where they can win, uh, if not all three of the remaining games, they can go three. You know, two and two, win two out of three. Um, whereas, like I said, I think with with uh, Fossil Ridge and Eaton, I think both of them could be looking at two losses out of their final three games. And so if that happens, that's uh, I think it would be head to head at that point, and I think Foster Rage gets over eaten because of that head to head win. If I'm if I'm thinking it correctly, I think the, obviously and we'll talk about this next week. I mean the game to watch will be next week. South Lake Carroll and Byron Nelson. Uh, um, I mean, I'm 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 assuming South Lake Carroll is going with their backup the rest of the way. Shayna. am I correct on that? Um, so I mean, that's a big time game, and you know for for you know backup quarterback. So. Um, but um so that's that so that's that's kind of on the, the, the region one region two side of things in in six a division two and then I think some some things work themselves out um where I think Katie will end up going D two the way things are looking. I think Morton Ranch had a had an outside shot. Well I think they still can get in, um, but um I think they had a knockout Cinco Ranch, right? Cinco Ranch was probably that one team that had to get knocked out. Um, in order to, or or Tompkins, one of those teams had to get, I think, knocked out for Katie to go D1. And, of course, Tompkins did beat Morton Ranch this week. So that kind of puts that, I think that puts a nail in the coffin where I think Morton Ranch can still make the playoffs. I think they'd have to knock out Jordan, and I think they do actually play Jordan. So, again, there's some you know, tiebreaker stuff potentially going on there. But I think Katie's going to be in. I think Cinco Ranch and Tompkins will be in. So now there's only that one little, little spot. And because of that, no matter really what happens with that last spot, Katie's probably going D two. I think you can see Denton Geyer in D two, and and that could potentially be the you know the UIL state championship matchup. But now again, uh, I, I like to say I think Dripping Springs what they showed against Westlake this past week. I mean, like I said, battled with them for nearly four full quarters. Said so it was 16 to 10 at one point in the fourth quarter um, before Westlake uh, got away with it there at the end. And if you're Dripping Springs, like. Don't hold, don't hang your head uh, in shame in that game. I think that shows you, especially now when you're going D2, that you're going to be able to compete with most teams in the state. And it's surprising because you think, oh, last year they were 5A school, get bounced in the first round, and they're coming back. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to be one of the favorites to make a run in in 6A D2. Um, uh, Of course, with quarterback Austin Novosad at the helm. Um, So, D, this is going to be interesting to see how things shake up. Like I said, I think Katie will end up going D two. I think South I'm, I'm making a prediction. I think South Lake will go D one. And so it's going to set some good things up where you think you're going to have about three or four teams. You're going to be keeping your eye on, uh, in division two. So with that being said, Shayna, let's talk about some of these games for this coming week. What are some games you're keeping an eye on? Uh, you know, uh, in, in, in any, uh, in any of the areas.
1: So, uh, first, I think you made a very interesting point with Southlake Carroll having a backup quarterback. Um, I actually forgot about that. Um, Caden Anderson did get injured in that game against Keller, and we saw the backup quarterback come into a Keller Central game last week and do an amazing job. Um, And I think... Southlake Carroll is no stranger to replacing quarterbacks. We saw this with Quinn Ewers leaving. We saw this with Caden Anderson stepping into the role. They know what they are doing with quarterbacks. They have a good system. They have an amazing coach. Um, But, again, last week was Keller Central. It was a blowout. Keller Central was almost a given win for them. If Keller Central would have won, it would have been a major upset. It would have been the only thing anybody was talking about this week. Um, They are going up against probably the three – toughest teams in their district for the next three weeks um so i'm interested to see how that goes with their backup quarterback um but as far as games this week uh, i will will, will jump in real quick um
0: i will jump in and say you know he did he he did come in at a certain point during that Keller game where the game was close and they were able to pull off that Mm -hmm. win so you know there is something there right there is something there i'll I'll say that i'm sorry for interrupting so go ahead and continue no
1: yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying is Southlake Carroll knows what they're doing with quarterbacks. I'm interested to see how he plays against such these these big teams in the area. Um, and, you know, we might we might see the next uh, great quarterback. We saw it in Quinn Ewers. We saw it in Caden Anderson. Nothing against him. He's just injured. And then we're going to see it with this new kid, probably. Um, the games I'm looking forward to in the DFW area this week is Denton Geyer versus Allen. Uh, that's the first guy I am really excited into seeing. This is a revenge match for Denton Geyer. Last season, Allen won 38-31 to 31 to decide the district. This season, it will also likely decide the district. Oh, you commit Jackson Arnold is really determined and really hungry for this. I don't think we have seen him as determined or as hungry in his entire career at Denton Geyer. He's been amazing, don't get me wrong, but I don't think we have seen them want this this bad. Um, Guyra is ranked as the number one team in Texas, uh, not Texas in the area, number 16 in the nation. Um, they're undefeated, determined, focused. Like I said, however, Allen does have an incredible four-star junior quarterback. The area's top ranked junior quarterback in Michael Hawkins. Um, he's phenomenal on the field. He's very composed. He looks like somebody who's already seen a couple of college games when he's out there. Um, So I'm very excited to see these two powerhouse quarterbacks go head-to-head. Both defenses have been incredible. It's really, I believe, is going to come down to the wire. Um, Then the next game I'm looking at is Frisco-Independence versus Argyle. Argyle is undefeated. I think we've seen them begin to waver, though. We haven't seen an Argyle team give up as many points and as we have seen this one do at least not since i've been in north texas and i've been here almost a decade um they they've defeated unbeaten teams for two weeks straight i believe it is um and i'm just wondering how much gas is left in the tank for them um fresco independence is a really really good team they have a defense that ranks among if not the best among the best in the area um it'll be a tough test for Argyle. Argyle, they have an incredibly good offense. We're going to see strong defense versus strong offense here, and I think it's going to come down to who reads who quicker. Um, then we have uh, Salina versus Dallas Carter. This is an area-ranked matchup. It will also likely decide um, district. And Salina was ranked as the area's number one team uh, pr- with a good prediction to win a state title this season. Um, Carter, you know, they've been the surprise of Dallas. Uh, they they came out of nowhere. They came in strong, and they were ready to get the ball rolling. This is going to be a fast-paced game, and I can see this going one of two ways, honestly. Remaining incredibly close, much in the same way we saw Denton Geyer versus Prosper earlier this season. Um, or it could be a blowout in Selena's favor. Um, but I do think that Dallas Carter has a little bit more fight than that. I do believe that we won't see the blow outside of it. We're going to see a close game. And then lastly, uh, less of a game that I'm interested in, more of a storyline that I'm interested in, we have Nolan Catholic versus Parish Episcopal. At the beginning of the season, both of them were favorited to win their district. Um, we have seen a major decline in Nolan Catholic since losing their head coach last year. Uh, you almost have to wonder what's going on. You have the same guys on the field. You have them probably working just as hard, but this season now they're one in six parish and Nolan Catholic. Again, like I said, they started with being favored to win their district to have deep playoff runs. Um, and now it looks like really only one of them is vying for that. Um, if Nolan could pull off this huge upset, it would be a major victory for them, even if just for morale. Um, but Parish is on another level. They're going for their fourth straight state title. I don't see them wavering at all for the rest of the season. I just like this is an interesting storyline to me. Nolan Catholic has fallen, and if they can pull off this upset, huge morale shift.
0: Yeah, good storylines indeed from the DFW area. Let's let's jump to I want to jump to Houston real quick, and I got some in my area as well. Uh, I think you got a big time game happening. Atascosa taking on CE King. Um, that's going to be a good one down there for um uh, for uh, uh, district um uh, district twenty one six A, and of course then you know um hopefully Atascosa is probably hopefully not looking too far ahead. 'Cause they do have North Shore next Thursday. So don't look too far ahead. You gotta get, 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 take care of C.E. King first, uh, before you know you can handle um handle and then uh before you can handle North Shore, excuse me. And then in San Antonio, um I think you got a few games. I don't want to talk about what. Well, no also you got one more in, in Houston. I mean I mentioned Cinco Rich earlier they do take on Katie, so um you know single ranch only one loss in that district so what are they going to do um there that could be a good game um that could potentially affect seating if you will um and then um uh, and one of our games that we're covering are, and I'm doing a countdown to kickoff for tony and prep taking on saint pius down there in houston that's going to be a good game in that district right there and tony and prep's looking pretty good though so um. Yeah. Let's talk about some some Houston Austin game. Yeah, I want to talk about all. There's so many good ones. I don't want to talk about all of them because then I'm just giving away my article, um, for tomorrow. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to pick pick a couple here. Um. I already mentioned them. So i will talking about against Seguin and and Canyon. That's gonna be a huge game. It's gonna have huge uh you know obviously playoff implications as far as seeding goes. And you know, like I said, if Seguin can win that game. They put themselves in the driver's seat for that district because if they went out, then they, then they win the district um what other i want to talk about one you know i'm not gonna talk about the game I'm just going to give a shout out to elgin uh last year they were 0 and 10 now they're right now they're six and two already have a playoff spot locked in and they are playing good so shout out to elgin um uh and you know they may be they may be able to win uh win district there we'll, we'll see um and then let's go let's let's talk about my brother's school here and what could probably decide that district in in, uh, in 3a there um Potite is taking on jernton um is uh, uh both teams are undefeated in district play um and like i said i think that one will pretty much tell you who is going to win the district there so um not only is it for the district rights but it's for bragging rights kind of one of those rivalry games there in atascosa county there so um you know that's going to be definitely a game to watch. Um, I have a couple others. I'm just going to talk, to, talk, you know, mention them, and you can read about them tomorrow. Obviously, Dripping Springs taking on Lake Travis. Um, how is Dripping Springs going to respond after their loss? And then Bandera taking on Divine. Again, that one is pretty much for the the, the district championship, if you ask me. So read about those games on my article tomorrow. Shayna, any other games you want to talk about before we get out of here today?
1: Um, I mean. Not really. I think this week is just going to be a really great week in our area, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and really across the state. Um, I do want to give a shout-out to my hometown team, my alma mater, um, Beeville Trojans. They are having a really great season, and they're playing Calhoun this week, which is almost a gimme game. But um, then they go up against Lavernia and Pleasanton, and then we're going to be rivals in that final game, you and I.
0: That's right. They met in the playoffs last year, and Pleasanton got the best of them. Though I, think, uh, I think Bevo may have the better team this year. Uh, well, let's get out of here then. Uh, no shows tomorrow or Friday. Of course, I'm moving on uh, our signing, closing on my house on Thursday. And then Friday, we have media days all day. So no recruit spotlight on Friday. But we'll be back on Tuesday with uh, the Craig Cranfield show. And then I think I think I like this Wednesday setup for this show. So I think we're going to stick with that from now on. Um, so before we get out of here, I'd like to get some shout outs. So Shana, who are you shouting out?
1: Um, you know, just, just our team here at Vibe, we've been really grinding and getting the work done through football season and, uh, it's doing the work behind the scenes is not always easy. So, you know, shout out to our team, shout out to you for doing such a good job and holding down the fort in the Austin San Antonio area.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to shout out this weather. I got, you know, got my jacket on today. It's nice and cool out. Uh, also shout out to, to the wife, you know, home home. You know, I'm working long hours while we're still trying to move. So I know it's not not easy to try and, and pack and all that stuff. So, you know, I try and jump in and help when I can. So um, I, I know she's ready to, for us to be moved in for sure, as am I. So, um, you know, hey, that's our show for today. what like I said, uh, well, tune in tonight for our week 17. Um, we're covering Lake Creek. Um, so um, for, oh, excuse me for our uh, week 17 edition may not have a week 17 next week. Um, Cause I was, I was supposed to be doing, it was supposed to be Austin San Antonio week, but obviously that's really kind of out of the question with how hectic my Thursday and Friday is going to be. And Saturday um, Jackson may try and get one with Houston. So we may or may not have a week 17 next week, but if not, we'll be back to following week with one. So until then I'm whack and that's Shayna we'll see you at the games.